0: Hi, and thank you for listening to Dream 10x Radio, where we interview people attempting to live extraordinary lives. Our twofold purpose is to both direct and inspire people bold enough to do the same. Dream 10x. Face your fears. And make your life count.
1: It is.
0: Hey, it's your boy, J.C
1: and dr cable
0: and welcome to episode episode 62 of the dream 10x podcast how are y'all doing this evening it is august 23rd tonight we wanted to talk about and reflect upon our experience rowing the potomac river we rode the entire length of the potomac river starting on june this is our log book, our captain's log book. It's kind of cool looking. and, we, and uh, I, took a, I made a journal every day of our road down the river That's awesome. at the end of the day and tried to keep notes on how far we went and what we experienced and all that. So I'm going to be referring to this during this podcast because uh, I don't remember any of it. I, we were talking about it today and I couldn't even remember when we left. But um, according to my first entry here, we left on June 29th and we rode out of Gravely Point, <laughs> Gravely Point Park which is right across the a little creek from the airport, from National Airport. So you can actually, it's a free park. Anybody can launch there for free. And it's a national park. And you can watch planes, you know, landing right there at National Airport and taking off. And it's a very noisy, you know, it smells like jet fuel there. <laughs> And it was even worse when we were there uh, at the time that we left on June 29th. Uh, we actually got a late start. We knew it was going to be a pretty short row, and we were still getting all of our uh, kit together. And, and I had to work that morning. And <laughs> she was working, and it was just kind of chaotic. Yeah. But I think the genius of how we structured it. We are geniuses. Obviously. The genius of how we structured our project was the first day we were going to row from Gravely Point to Bellhaven Marina. Mm-hmm. Relatively short row. Uh, we had just gotten the boat ready. We were testing some systems out. And um, I had, I was testing, we wanted to take our paddle board with us, which was in, an insane thought, but but I thought it might work. And so I was trying to figure out a way to like put the paddle board over the top of us, which would... Form uh, you know, a little bit of a shade for us as well as you know, at some point we could take it off and practice our paddleboarding. There was yeah. no way that was ever going to happen. But so, anyway, the first day we left, I had some structures set up in the boat that would theoretically allow us to put our paddleboard up. The there. shade would have been nice on some the of the hot days. definitely yeah. would have been good. However, I did relish getting a tan. De- yeah,
1: we tan. did get really tan. And that was nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway the first day uh, we had these weird posts out and I say that because we're going to put some video out And you'll see these posts in the boat And it looks kind of odd and they were aluminum that we took from a sail from another mm-hmm. small boat that we had and um, Repurpose repurposed the sail, yeah But uh, it's not smart on many levels like if we were in a thunderstorm or something you got these aluminum posts. lightning
2: like rods <laughs>
0: The first, the first day was a good way to, like, shake that out, to yeah. test it out.
1: And feel, like, our seats and what that was like and the oars. And we realized a lot of stuff about the oars, like we needed oar locks and... Well, we had oar locks. Or... Stoppers. Stoppers.
0: To keep the oars from... So this is kind of an old-school setup. It was not a sliding seat um, system and the oars were just some old wooden oars that went through brass mm-hmm. circular orlocks. so very old school very simple um and i liked it that way i didn't want any complicated sliding seat riggers and we didn't all that need stuff. it yeah so i wanted to talk to you r- real quick about that because okay. she did not want to leave without sliding seats and well I've,
1: i didn't know any different <laughs> i have rode
0: a gunning dory before without yeah. sliding seats and i i Thought a lot about the benefit of a sliding mm-hmm. seat um, versus without a sliding seat, especially when you're doing coastal rowing. Mm-hmm. And I really don't, I don't see the benefit of having a sliding seat in coastal rowing because you're rocking around so much. Now there are there are coastal rowing boats that do have sliding seats and they do seem like they do pretty well. But for what we were trying to do, and we're not trying to be breaking speed records or anything. Um, fixed seat rowing with the old school wooden oars ro- were fine the only thing that we had to fix there was like she said we had to put some stoppers around the oars to keep them from sliding through because mm-hmm. it's, it's really uncomfortable to keep adjusting the inboard of your oars with every stroke so by we just put some duct tape around it
1: yeah and that it got a little melty <laughs> oh, yeah, amazing it got so hot
0: that the duct tape melt yeah. melted and we had to get some more duct tape yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the heat though so it was I loved it. Yeah. So the first day we left Graverly Point. Did you
1: want my opinion on the lighting scene? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> you said that oh, we were ahead. talking about it, and then you talked about it. <laughs> okay, glad you had your opinion.
0: <laughs> Please, share your opinion. Anyway.
1: That's <laughs> kind of how we roll. <laughs> So with the sliding seat, I agree with you that with coastal rowing, it's not necessarily needed, but I had to experience it in order to get that feel. Mm. And I had to change positions because I was in the front position and it—it it was horrible. Like because you have your feet up, but my feet don't reach because I short legs. You were in the
0: stern of the boat uh, to start off with,
1: right? And so, but the, the seat position was just super not comfortable. <laughs> I was okay. literally every five minutes adjusting a higher, and a lower, and a sideways. It was just a hot mess. Yeah. With stability, I found it very interesting too because I don't think a sliding seat would have been very stable as a rower especially during some of those more windy days where we were literally on definitely. in a sculling boat which has two oars and had to switch over to one oar so it was able to adjust balance and, and what we needed uh having the fixed seat and i think that was definitely more beneficial so yeah i agree with coastal rowing sliding seats overrated
2: Yay, <laughs> uh,
0: okay so we left at 330 gravely point and we pulled and we we rode uh, about six and a half miles that day and the smoke from Canada was really bad and uh, what you'll see in the videos that we put some video right in here intersect we just left Gravely Point we're trying to get the hang of the oars there's 14th Street Bridge Jefferson Memorial you can taste the air right now. It's really and uh, it was just really smoky, and mm-hmm. so it was. You know, we were breathing it. You could almost taste it. It was really bad. It was
1: a an, uh, a red or an orange on the EPA scale. So, yeah. yeah, it was a
0: gnarly day to leave. Yeah, but it kind of added to the kind of the I adventure. <laughs> and let's see, we we got in at well, we got into Bellhaven Marina at about six forty-five, and that's when we popped our first little tiny champagne and you know, so that was Chris start. In the Chris and in <laughs> So we just made it to Bellhaven Marina. You can see in the background. Woohoo! And Cindy, how do you feel?
1: Good! I'm glad we made it against the tide and the wind. That was, that was quite an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Day one. <laughs> day one.
0: Uh, we yeah, named the boat Serenity sure. yeah. after our favorite, one of our favorite sci-fi shows, Firefly. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: here's Captain Cancer <laughs> <right> here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Serenity now.
2: Serenity
0: now. <laughs> so um, that was our first day. Everything went well. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to do some Uber logistics to go get the trailer and bring it down. And my daughter helped us and she had to go to work. So there's a little chaos there, but we got it all worked out. We got, we got back home, mm-hmm. got the boat back home, had a night, nice sleep there. Then the next morning we took the boat to uh, Haven back to Bellhaven Marina in the morning, put the boat in the water and we rode down to Bell Bell uh, sorry. Poic Poic Bay. Bay. We left at nine in the morning from Haven. And let's see, we did a total of thirteen point nine miles that day, mm-hmm. and we rode by George, we, George Washington's house in Mount Vernon. We mm-hmm. had a nice lunch. Yeah, <laughs> we just sat and ate sandwiches and kind of drifted down the river and watched the tourists come in and mm-hmm. everything. And that's cool. Oh, a guy came out. On yeah, his, uh, he saw us paddling, rowing by, and he came out on his canoe. And and it was a
1: windy day for him to come out. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty.
0: It was pretty windy. Yeah. And um, he paddled out, just wanted to talk to us, was mm-hmm. interested in the boat. And we're like, yeah, it's a wooden, wooden gunning dory that we had that we refurbed. Uh, we bought it from the Chesapeake Bay Maritime Museum. Mm-hmm. And that boat <laughs> has seen some miles on it. Had uh, plenty of wood rot. You could see through it. Mm-hmm. Had so many holes in it. And so we patched it up really good. And so we had a quick chat about the boat and the, the history of it. And uh, as he paddled, he, he was kind of impressed. He was like, yeah. oh, that's a cool boat. He's built some boats, too, some wooden boats. And so he, as he was paddling away, I was looking at the back of his canoe, and it was just like all taped up with duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> to the water out. I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. So that was, that was cool. That was awesome. to, talk to somebody. Yeah. Okay, so then we pulled into Pohick Bay, which is right across from Fort Belvoir there in Virginia. And... Um, Let's see, do I remember that? It was it was a pretty hard row. That was 13, it was hard run, 13 yeah. miles. We had
1: um, wind and current we were fighting.
0: Evelyn's picking us up, taking me to go get the trailer so we can get the boat out of the water. We just finished rowing almost 13 miles. No, it's over 13. Over 13 miles. And four and a half hours. bless America. Four and a half hours? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> We're at Pohick Bay, still smoky. Just came, the smoke k- kind of came in this afternoon. Got worse this afternoon than it was this morning. Too cool for school, Evie. Gonna take me to go get my trailer. What do you think about us? Do you think we're superhuman? Um, are we all your heroes? Finally? <laughs> yes. The car, and the, uh, loaded up the trailer again, and thankfully Evelyn was there to help us out. And we we came back to the house, got a good night's sleep. And then the next morning, uh, July 1st, we put in again at the same spot, the non motorized boat beach there at Hoek Bay, left at 915. And, uh, the next stop for us was downriver at, um, is that Mm Weaselvania?
1: So this is our first actual rowing to have an overnight.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so at this point, we're on our own. Boat is
1: fully loaded. <laughs> so we,
0: so the going back to the genius of our, the pro, our project plan, we had two days to shake out our boat, yep. our logistics, our kit, make sure everything was cool, make sure the boat didn't leak, make sure it was structurally sound. Yeah. we had no idea. We hadn't really put it on the water that much. So we had two days to kind of test it out. So those were, those were some two good mileage days to get a feel for mm-hmm. it. Cindy realized her seat was kind of wonky, so she got more comfortable in the back seat. And, which is good because then she can follow me, you know, that's the way I like it. And so things things seem to be pretty good. So now on this third third day, yes. we're on our own. We got to have everything with us, can uh, tent, mm-hmm. for, <laughs> food, water, yeah. everything for, <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah. And we are loaded down with tons of water. Ton- yeah. And she took care of all of that. Like my job was to take care of the boat. Her job was to take care of the logistics, getting the places to stay for the most part. I did some of the campsites, but she did most of it. Uh, the food and the water, and, mm-hmm. and we were loaded down. And that, that gunning dory can hold anything, it seems like. Mm-hmm. We really packed it in there. It's a boat full of dories. <laughs> <laughs> so the boat did really well. I, I love gunning dories. It's a really good design. Uh, John Gardner uh, gunning dory that we had. John Gardner designed it's getting gory. Um, so, okay, so Pohick Bay, we're headed towards mm-hmm. Um What is the name of that state park that we went by? We, we beached, at, uh, we came around this Mason- bend. Mason Neck.
1: That's where I hike a lot.
0: So yeah. Mason Neck State Park. I didn't realize it was Mason Neck. Yeah. We were headed down towards the Occoquan, where the Occoquan comes into, into the Potomac and there was this long beach it's and beautiful. we thought well let's just pull in there and have lunch mm-hmm. and so we pulled in and we just kind of walked around beautiful mm-hmm. nice really beautiful beach and it was kind of weird because you know we know that 95 south is here somewhere yeah. and you know over there and uh, there's tons of people, but it looked like we were on a deserted island yeah. not on the Potomac. Yeah, awesome. So it was really interesting, and they had a lot of signs that said, you know, can't go past this because this is a nature preserve, and mm-hmm. so that gave me a good feeling too. It was like, oh, that's cool, and the water was clear. Mm-hmm. There's lots of grass, lots of grass, drosophila or whatever they call that grass, you know, growing in the water, and it was a very peaceful spot. And so the water, it was a calm day there, and I mm-hmm. felt good. And then we shoved. And then we come out into the the mouth of where the Occoquan meets the Potomac, mm-hmm. and it just turned into chaos. This is July 1st.
1: Well, there was an island there, too, we checked out.
0: Oh, yeah, we mm-hmm. checked out. There was an island out in the middle of the river, and there was, like, there was a family fishing there. Yeah. But there was, like, nobody else out there. It was wild. And it, some places, the Potomac is just so large. It's mm-hmm. I'm not, we weren't used to it being yeah. so large. And then here this little rock island with a duck blind on it. Yeah. And so we kind of hung out there and, you know, looked around a little
2: bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then when we got to the mountains of Akakon Bay, that that was yeah. like crazy. I, I don't remember what day July 1st was. I think it was like a Friday or a Saturday, but there were power boats coming, kind of like, screaming out of there, like, full speed. And mm-hmm. they could care less about, you know, less than a. Mm-hmm. Um, rowboat. Yeah. And then of course the wind picked up and getting across that the mouth of where the Occoquan fed into the Potomac was our first real sense of mm-hmm. wow this this is really going to be hard. Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? When we? was I
2: thinking? Yeah. Row. For row, for
0: <laughs> row. We, we got angry. I got angry. Like yeah. th- these powerboats just kept coming out yeah. and this huge you know roller causing these huge rollers and it just gets annoying when you're trying to row and you're rocking back and forth and then the wind picked up and i was like yeah the the lack of consideration
1: for non-motorized boats was impressive lack
0: of consideration that's a good way to put it like we're all out there on the water trying to enjoy it and it's like well my boat's bigger than yours so screw you there's a lot of that out there (laughs) so anyway um Getting into Leesylvania was interesting because that right then that's when the the wind picked up. So we then learned that wherever there are like coves. Where things feed in, like other rivers feed into the Potomac, it can get really rough.
1: Crazy. Never would have thought that.
0: And I think it's because of the, the way the tidal patterns work mm-hmm. with the wind and stuff, but it was really, really rough. Those and are the times
1: we usually had to go on just one oar to, to keep us straight. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that was our first experience of this cove kind of pattern where you know, water comes from another river into the Potomac. Those are a little bit scary. So then when we finally got across, we survived the power boats and we survived the elements and the tides and stuff. We get into the Pennsylvania State Park. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a nice paddling campsite mm-hmm. right there just for paddling campers.
1: And they cleaned it just for us because we're the first people to ever use it.
0: And uh, another point is finding a place along the Potomac River where you can pull your boat up and camp, very rare. Mm-hmm. And we are very thankful for Virginia State Parks yes for having these paddling campsites because without them, it'd be really, really difficult to enjoy the Captain John Smith Trail mm-hmm. uh, from a from a waterman's perspective, from a rower's perspective or a paddler's perspective because you gotta have a place to stay yeah. think, when you're doing these you know, 10, 15 mile treks.
1: And it's not just Virginia, Maryland has a significant amount of paddling sites as well.
0: They do, but they were all closed this summer, so, yeah. or most of them were closed, so that made our lives more difficult. Yeah. But Pennsylvania was the the first place, and uh, it was great. paddling campsite, mm-hmm. very nice. Very the rangers game. were awesome. Rangers mm-hmm. were awesome. And <laughs> at 9 p.m. when when 9 p.m. rolls around, the rangers roll around the park with a bullhorn and tell everybody they got to get out, which I thought was interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but there's a reason they do that because the population is hard to control, and you got <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, you got to strong arm people to get out when it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And they—they uh, they actually told us that the the rangers came by and said that we were the very first people to ever use that so paddling bad. campsite, which, in some respects, is cool. Some respects, it's sad. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't more people using that? We need to exercise that capability so we can keep that.
2: Yeah, and
0: paddle. You know, paddling camping is a real—it's um, a real joy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not out there in a big yacht like stirring up the water and eroding the beaches were you know uh oh, oh, i don't know how you how you put it we're
2: we're rowing <laughs>
0: we're part, almost part of the ecosystem yeah. as rowers you know yeah. or the next day july 2nd we get up early in the morning and we we uh set out um get on the river it's it's overcast and let's see. We I, I knew that there was uh, checked the weather. I knew that there was going to be you know a lot of strong wind, mm-hmm. so I wanted to get an early start. Always get, you know if you see bad weather, it's generally good to get on the water as early as possible to before the you know the elements heat up and the wind kicks up. So we were on the water at 6:53, and uh, we the the headwind was was pretty <laughs> bad. However, there were two kayak. Kayaker fishermen who mm-hmm. went out with us that morning they came they came into the park early in the morning like 530 or something and so they went out with us and uh, I took comfort in knowing that they were out there. They didn't seem bothered at all mm-hmm. in the kayaks. I was I was really nervous We had our PFDs on and We were we were working pretty hard. Mm-hmm. We just we just stayed close to shore and it was pretty it was okay. Yeah, but we had to go out around this bridge and that meant we had to go out in the middle of the river and yeah. it got it got really sketchy out there. Anyway, we were fine. And um, we eventually made it to Widewater State Park. And so mm-hmm. Widewater was we got there at about noon, that was about fourteen mile day. And Widewater State Park was another great state park.
1: Oh, it was amazing.
0: Beautiful. Paddling campsite. Beautiful paddling camp. The mm-hmm. only thing is a little difficult to see from the river. Yeah. But luckily, she gave me all the GPS coordinates for all the paddle ends And so we just put that in our GPS and took us right there. You can't really. It was hard to see the sign. There's signs on the banks that, you know, say paddling camping. But um, they're really difficult to see from the river. Yeah. Um, boat. What we got there is beautiful, nice, nicely um, barricaded with mm-hmm. with stones, uh, riprap, to protect um, from erosion, as well as to provide a little safe haven for your boat when you pull it up on the beach. However, that doesn't protect it from people coming into the park. Oh my look, I, I want to jump
1: boat. in your boat.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> that's so annoying. So it's always the people you got to worry about. Those True. the nature and the campsites are awesome, but.
1: Yeah, the campsite Good. was lovely, and then uh, the uh, there there's actually a flush toilet there, so that was that was kind of nice. Fresh and fresh water, fresh water, so Cold. yeah. So you oh. could, we refilled all our water bottles that we drank with the the water fountain water, and the ranger. So I'm a on and twisted my ankle. Um, that's another story. And the the ranger actually had. A uh, wrap that I could use, and he was super awesome too. So she
0: put up a hammock that she brought. Shh. She's very proud of this hammock.
1: I've had she, this hammock for years. We got our
0: ta- camp- campsite all set up. She sets up this hammock, and she's like bragging about how she's had it. And she gets in there, and the hammock strings pop, and she falls and tears up her ankle. Yeah. But uh, one of the one of my favorite things that Cindy did during this trip was um, you brought waffles. I did. And she was a we real. rationing. <laughs> she was a real stickler for rationing. So we had one struve waffle <laughs> for lunch and one, right? Or not even one for no, lunch. No, one for dinner. One for that's dinner, it. One waffle for dinner. And no more. <laughs> and I got used to that. And I always wanted more, but I, you know, I, There's I, knew I was more. one. And it was so good. <laughs> like at the end of the day, after all these long runs. It makes you
1: appreciate it more when you only oh, have the one. Oh,
0: I tell you. And, and the rationing also, I lost like five, ten pounds. <laughs>
1: that whole, the
0: whole two weeks yeah because we were rationing we didn't have a ton of food yeah and i was tan from all this you know the heat and the sun and sweating it out and i felt so healthy at the mm-hmm. end of this thing
1: but it was so hard and
0: yeah. there was so much stress and People messing with your boat, and you're having to constantly get up in the middle of the night and check on things because if something happens to the boat, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Well, but, water but was. But nobody lovely. understood that. Yeah,
1: but, but white water was lovely at night. were are again the only people there once they closed the park. Yeah, yeah. Very um, We had a good night like sleep. Like the rangers night. like were yeah. there all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: We, we never worried about anything. It was just during the day when people would come in and they're like, hey, look at
1: this. The kids the, jumping in the boat, kids. wanting to play with the oars.
0: Yeah. But the park is white water is yeah. amazing. Brand awesome. new park paddling, camping, beautiful, uh, comfortable bathrooms, clean. Mm-hmm. There was a wa- fresh water pump. Yeah. Uh, and when you're out on the water and it's hot and you're you're rowing all day and you get in a spot like this, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Shangri-La. Yeah. So that was really good. And then the next morning, the uh, we, we left really early morning. We got up, like as the sun come up came up and the water was just flat and it, it was just a beautiful sunrise. And that was one of the best pictures I got of our boat in the sunrise at Widewater. That's and that's a really, really cool spot. It's mm-hmm. really pretty, it's got a good feel to it. Um, so we left Widewater at 0653 on July 3rd. Our destination that uh, on July 3rd was Caledon State Park. And that was, how many, that was about another 13 and a half miles downriver. And Caledon State Park was Freaking amazing! Yeah, I mean, this was it, uh, again. It's the same kind of. It's a. It's a state park, a Virginia state park. So that they had the typical sign, you know, palin camping sign, and but Callahan State Park is huge, and mm-hmm. the beach coming uh, as you approach the palin is just it goes on forever. And so we weren't sure where where it was, but thankfully with the GPS coordinates, we're like, oh, okay, we gotta keep going, gotta keep going, gotta keep going. <laughs> Um, and we eventually, you know, found the, the, the campsite and we just tied up right there to the sign. And um, we, we walked up to our campsite and it, there's a little pond right next to it and a pavilion. And practically, there were a couple of other people there, but yeah, other than us, yet. there was yeah. nobody else that, you know, they left the next day mm-hmm. and we were there two days. Um, we, we stayed there July 4th as well, just to watch, you know, avoid all the traffic on the river with the with, uh, 4th of July and all that and it was just gorgeous Mm -hmm. unbelievably gorgeous Mm -hmm. and i I just have a special place in my heart for that for that particular point in time yeah like wasn't it awesome yeah that
1: was very very sweet it was just a lovely day i turned off all electronics so i didn't even look at my phone and it was just really nice to just disconnect
0: yeah it was beautiful it was hot Mm -hmm. hot as all get out but But we
1: swam and hung out we got to go
0: to the beach and nobody was on you know we had to Beach on the Potomac to practically ourselves mm-hmm. and every now and then we'd see boats out there but they're the, the, the river's so big at that point like
2: yeah
0: and uh, the night of July 3rd and the evening of July 4th there were plenty of fireworks mm-hmm. all along the river that we could watch and what was cool there was a family of kids there were the oh, kids yeah. and they were out in the river with the, their boat and one of those inner tubes and they were about the only ones out there and they were they were just out there all day just in pulling and pulling the kids in the inner tube and shooting off fireworks from the boat next to the beach and it just looked like they were ha- i mm-hmm. was having a lot of fun just yeah. watching them yeah. and um, the night before we left caledon we um, watched the sun go down they had mm-hmm. these park benches along there and we sat in the park benches and we watched the sun go down and then all of a sudden we saw You explain it, I don't even know how to explain it, out in the river.
1: Yeah, they were like giant skinny fish and well well, they were giant skinny shadows I'll say. (laughs)
2: Long
1: thin shadows and it was hundreds of them hundreds it was crazy and then you would see like these little air bubbles as they seemingly were coming up for air yeah yeah and we couldn't figure out what the hell they they were were just (laughs) drifting
0: down the river kind of with the current and some of them were huge they would just like it looked like they were coming up to take a breath but uh we couldn't see what they were yeah uh, partly because the sun was going down, so we just had like sunset and ripples on the water, huge ripples on the water, mm-hmm. and we're like, "What the?" Heck? It was crazy. Schools of those tiny fish were like running away from them. Yeah. And so it was obviously something was chasing these schools of fish, and, and whatever they were, they were big, huge. But like what uh, would you
1: say, six feet? Uh,
0: some of them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they. Were, I don't know what kind of fish they were, like yeah. gar. Or, uh, I have no idea. Yeah. but weird. um weird. But we did realize that the Potomac River is brackish, yeah. so there's a lot of saltwater creatures out there. A lot yeah. of skates with the you know the wings and dolphins. We saw some dolphins. Yeah, there that was individual. cool. And whatever these things were, they were really interesting. Mm-hmm. We, couldn't, we couldn't tell what they were, but it was a magical moment. Like, wow, see all of this life all of a sudden. There's something out there. Yeah, we couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really sad to leave Caledon. Yeah. Um, oh, just really a nice place to just like hang out mm-hmm. for a little bit and rest. We got to rest up for an extra day there. I got yeah. maybe an extra strip waffle. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so that was really nice. And it that was, was
1: good to prep us for the next day, which was our 23 mile day. And that was our longest, yeah, uh, longest try. So
0: that was July 5th. Mm-hmm. And again, another really hot day, very sunny. We left at 641 in the morning. And that's when we, we went downriver and we went around uh, the Naval Surface Warfare mm-hmm. Center and, um Dahlgren. Mm-hmm. We went around that, and there's a bridge that goes across the river. And Cindy was all worried we wouldn't be able to get under the bridge. like short. I'm like, Cindy,
1: it's pretty high. We're gonna, no, no, we're going to die. And then we rode by Quantico, and there was um, oh a bald God. eagle sitting on the American flag. Like, that was so cool. <laughs>
0: Quantico is very industrial. It's
1: a yeah. It's extremely <laughs> well. It's a marine base, so you know.
0: And I was starting to get sick at that point. Like it, we were really rolling around mm-hmm. that at that, that point in the river. And yeah. Again, I was getting nervous. Like put on our PFDs, and we're like, it was really hard to get around Quantico that, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but after we got past Quantico, things smoothed out again, and um, it was really nice. We rode twenty about twenty-one miles that day. This is a Twenty-one 20, okay. miles and um where did we pull in uh
1: that was Newton Neck wasn't it
0: Newton Neck
1: oh no that was Monroe Bay Monroe Bay Campground
0: oh, yeah. oh. Campground. yeah. wait 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 wait. no 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 yeah. was it yep that's was
1: Monroe
0: Bay oh okay because we kept so, rowing, so, and right. rowing and
1: rowing and rowing and rowing yeah that's right and that's in. right that's right Yep.
0: yeah so that was a long hard hot day Yes, And we had we dealt with some we dealt with some pretty serious weather for mm-hmm. a little bit Yeah, and we had for getting around Quantico and then when yeah. so Monroe Bay Canada, That was one of, you couldn't find any other place. I the, no, the there stay. was nowhere and So so this is the first commercial place mm-hmm. that we stayed at and, and, they, and
1: they don't have tent camping
0: <laughs> They're just well, They're just uh, they're like motor an homes. RV park mm-hmm. in motorhomes and they um they're, they're just south of Colonial Beach and they were awesome to us.
1: Amazing.
0: So nice. It's such a nice group of people there. The mm-hmm. owners were really, really cool. Didn't even You know, they didn't charge us. us, Let us put our tent right there next to a dock next to these bathrooms that um, had a dock on it. Mm -hmm. And um, they had showers,
1: they had bathrooms, and the people were amazing.
0: (laughs) Friendly people, you know, like driving golf carts everywhere and just hanging out and having fun, playing basketball or whatever. Yeah. And um, we had our tent right next to the water which was mm-hmm. right next to our boat, which was great because we could keep an eye on the mm-hmm. boat. Like that was one of my big nervous points was not being able to tell all the time what was going on with the boat. Mm-hmm. So we got to be right with our boat that night. We were just there for a night. And when we got there, Cindy grabbed a cab immediately. Once we got the tent up, it's like, I don't know what time we got there, but it was after, late afternoon. Mm-hmm. The sun is just beating. I'm, I'm, we're both dehydrated. yeah, And it's really hot. And she grabs a cab. She goes to the, the nearest store, gets a bunch of beer, a bunch of ice cream, a bunch of Gatorade, comes back, brings a taxi back. <laughs> the, the taxi driver was even she so was cool. She was awesome. <laughs> and so Cindy's got all these Gatorades and beers, and she's got ice cream for me. And We, have, we sit in the tent, and, I, and that was the best. Like, to have that relief when mm-hmm. you feel like you're going to die from dehydration, Yeah, that was such a special moment so yeah, thank you for that that was, really that was amazing it yeah. was a really nice time and then once we got hydrated mm-hmm. and we got cooled off and the shower. sun started <laughs> setting we took a shower mm-hmm. and uh life was life was good we had a good sleep mm-hmm. and then we're up bright and early the next morning and we left monroe campground um, that was to newton next and that... Newton Neck yeah we went to Newton yeah. Neck so Newton Neck Newton Neck what well, was Newton Neck?
1: Newton Neck was the one in Maryland
0: it was a really oh day. yeah oh that was a horrible day
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was that was our worst day I think that was another 19 mile journey um so Newton Neck we had to cross the river so the first thing we did though was we wanted to go see some fossil beach mm-hmm. so we went south there's a fossil beach on Virginia we we went by uh, George Washington's birthplace and that was really a, an interesting spot. And then we went to this fossil beach, we looked around, didn't see any, we we're supposed to see like shark, you know, fossilized shark teeth and stuff.
1: But it was cool to see like the different layers of sediment and uh, that was neat, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I just think it was very well picked over. It's yeah. a well known spot and yeah. we didn't see anything. And I was very nervous because yeah. I knew the weather was supposed to like kick up and mm-hmm. we had to go across, the, the Potomac Is very wide at this point, like almost eight miles, mm-hmm. I think, at that at that spot. Yeah. We had to cut over diagonally from Fossil Beach over to Newton Neck. And sure enough, the wind picked up and the whole way over, it was like she was saying, like one arm just to keep the boat mm. on, on the rum line. And <laughs> it was really scary. Yeah. I, I was scared. And then we got over well, to the Mar-
1: Yeah, so we get, go ahead. On, you no, you go ahead. We get over to the Maryland side, but there's a thunderstorm right in yeah. front of us. Is that where you're going yeah. with this? Yeah, there's a thunderstorm right in front of us. So we're like, ah! and so we're trying to outrun the thunderstorm.
0: <laughs> Lightning coming up. Yeah, you can down. see it. It's really It's cool. on the Maryland side. It's yeah. not on the Virginia side, but that's exactly where we're headed. Mm-hmm. And so we're like watching this storm. It, it looked like it was going south of us, and that's kind of the way it moves, but it was bringing all the wind with yeah. it, and we were going right head headlong into it. And I wasn't sure where we were going. We were how and how much further we had to go because we were fighting so hard Mm -hmm. to to, just to keep from running getting blown into a dock or you know once we got over to the Maryland side there's just docks everywhere yeah and we wanted to be close to shore but you couldn't get too close or you get blown into a dock so we were trying to navigate that while making way Mm -hmm. and uh, we actually had to call the camp
1: well there's two campsites uh, there there's a for newton neck one is on one side of the inlet and one is on the other side so we were trying to get to the other side so i just called the ranger and said hey we're gonna go to this side because it's a little closer closer. and she said she totally supported that decision (laughs) thankfully there was nobody there (laughs) yeah that's what i was worried about that somebody was there
0: so uh i forget the name of that uh inlet that we had across uh saint britain saint yeah saint something yeah
1: b-r-e-t-o-n
0: was that? No, St. Clement. St. So Clement, Britain was the other side. Yeah, St. Clement Bay that we had mm-hmm. to get across. Yeah. And I was done. I was completely out. I, I had no, nothing. I, well, I had more in my tank, but I felt like I had nothing left in my tank. Mm-hmm. But there was no other option. Like, what were we going to do? Like, So we were playing around with, well, what if we just went on the shore and just waited for the wind to pass? But we somehow. There was no shore, it was all docks. I, I was really at my line. I I was I was I was playing around with the line I knew obviously I I had a little bit more in me I don't know about you I was fine like I was
1: I was stressed but I yeah I had I was done
0: like I had I I not felt like that I I can't think of a time that I felt like I just had nothing left to give but I kept doing it Mm -hmm. so so that was an interesting thing like to think about I, I felt like I was didn't have anything left and I don't think I could have gone around the island to the side that we were... I, I honestly don't think I could have made that. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we changed plans. We went to the other side of the, the St. Clement side. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, once we got there, calm water. And here we are taking pictures and like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe what we just <laughs> went through. It's just calm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we turned into the, the little inlet, it was beautiful. It's
0: almost like, was this all made up in my mind? Like, was that were those waves like just made up and
1: no they were not
0: so it's amazing the the faces of the Potomac mm-hmm. once, you know from from hour to hour minute to minute out there like it, you can be like thinking you're gonna die and the next minute it's just depending on where you are and what's blocking the wind or whatever mm-hmm. and that was just really interesting so again that campsite on the Maryland side Newton Neck gorgeous nobody it's nobody. only paddling, no
1: motorboats, no nothing and you can't even get there by car, so it's. Oh, amazing. It was really
0: cool. Yeah. And the campsite was right under a mimosa tree, and I didn't know what a mimosa tree until like, Tanya Bunker, <laughs> Bunker. told us what a mimosa tree was. Yeah. Had little flowers on it, and we're, we're there late in the afternoon, and sure enough, the sun comes out and it gets blazing hot, mm-hmm. and. I'm laying down without a shirt on under this tree, Cindy's down at the beach, we're just like recouping, drink, you know, rehydrating and eating and trying to get our energy back because so I'm totally drained, I'm laying down underneath this tree. Hummingbirds start flying mm. around me everywhere because of the, the flowers on yeah, the mimosa tree and they, they're cool. going from flower to flower and then and there's bees everywhere and they're all in the flower to flower and I'm just sitting there, I'm like,
2: how did I end up in
0: heaven? I was just in hell like five minutes ago. <laughs> It was insane! Like, I, I really felt like, you know, I was in hell and now I'm in yeah. hell, it, it, it it's just separated by a few hours. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. So then we left Newton Neck on July 7th. We're going to have to speed this up. We can talk about this stuff forever. Uh, we left at 7.30 in the morning. Um, it was a calm day, as I recall. Mm-hmm. We got to Cole's Point Marina at about ten fifty, and that's morning. back on the
1: Virginia side. Back so we Virginia went back side. across the river, and,
0: and I'm freaking out. I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't want to go across that river again." Because I was, you know, shell shocked. That I
1: reminded him we have to go back across like three more times. So,
0: <laughs> so wait, Cole's Point Marina.
1: That was over in Virginia, and that was on um, that white, um, white, white
0: beach. The white sandy
1: beach with the pool.
0: They had a pool. Oh, Cole, Cole's sweet. Point, Cole's Point Marina. Yeah. yeah we don't want to talk about that. Um, yeah, so that was a 10 mile day. We uh, we had dinner at a restaurant there. That was our first dinner out in, the, uh, at Al, uh, in Okay, of so days. we ate. What did we eat? Oh my had God. a salad.
1: <laughs> and then we had, um, I think, two pounds of shrimp and uh, a burger and crab legs. <laughs> and we yeah, ate all the food yeah was it two pounds of shrimp? two pounds
0: of shrimp yeah, yeah. so we the waitress in, thought we were like there's no well, way we kept She's ordering like, and she can't you
1: eat just, that much
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Killed <it>. watch me <laughs> 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 oh, we ate way too much yeah it was so good but it was good
1: and they yeah. had a pool and so we hung out in the pool and that was nice nice refreshing so, so we left the next morning
0: so the next morning we left at 0628 and we went to Dennis Point Marina. Dennis Point Marina, I'm trying, oh, Dennis Point. So we're back across the river. We had to go mm-hmm. back across the river, and I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? But that's what we had to do, because there weren't a lot of places to, to camp, and Sydney. had to really work hard to find spots for us. Mm-hmm. And so we went across the river again. Uh, we, thankfully, we got an early start, because the wind did pick up again, and, and Dennis Point is way up uh, next to the St. Mary's River on mm-hmm. the Maryland side and um, thankfully when we got over there it calmed out it smoothed out again and a lot of uh, looking state park looking land there a lot of vacant land and yeah. so we're like you know in case Me? in case things <laughs> didn't work out with the marina maybe we could just pull pull mm-hmm. up on shore here and so we're scoping out it seemed like there were a lot of opportunities we get to we get to the marina uh cindy jumps out and goes and talks to the owner about a reservation and it turns out
1: what? so we ended up sleeping in the boat and that was our first night in the boat and uh the they were just lovely they also had a pool and a restaurant we did not partake of that of this place no. they had showers which i did um <laughs> and uh like super nice place and so yeah we slept in the boat that night where, where we could stay with the boat because the tent sites were pretty far away yeah, from yeah, right. where the boats would be and uh, that was that was really nice and watched the sunset and it was calm and it was peaceful and uh, sleeping in the boat was interesting especially i slept like a rock especially in the middle of the night when you gotta get up to pee and the dock is like really high up and you're tiny
0: (laughs) oh that was another interesting thing now that we're pulling into marinas and tying (laughs) up at docks it, it's interesting how much the boat will rise and fall with the tide. We didn't yeah. really realize that. But that, to me, was so relaxing to feel the boat come up and rock at night and then go back down. It just and... made me have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> I so good the boat. I didn't think I would sleep at all. Yeah.
1: He did. He snored the whole time. I, I slept out of exhaustion, but I didn't sleep very well. so uh so Dennis Point was awesome and then we left there
0: well there there was a beautiful old oak tree Mm. right by our boat and with a picnic table and it was just that was heaven for yeah. me. That was we just. Oh, sat and then there. Ruth
1: Ann came to stay. Oh hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Ruth Ann. Yeah.
0: Uh, from what rowing club? St. Mary's rowing club. St. Mary's club. rowing club. She yeah. stopped by to say hi. She heard about our thing, and so that was really cool to yeah. see some make a, a human connection there. Yeah, and, and we know and all the same people
1: from rowing, and so it was nice. yeah. yeah. Ruth
0: Ann McConnell, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, that was that was I lo- I love that spot. That yeah. was Very relaxing, and then I slept very well there. So. The next morning, and in, in the oak tree, that was, you know, a lot of trees and shade were yeah. very important <laughs> in this trip because we had no shade whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so 0345, we get up and um, I, I can't remember why we got up so early. I think we're to we to Because we wanted hours. to
1: leave really early because of the tide, I think.
0: Tides, tides yeah. play a big big role as well. We wanted to be going out with the tide. Yeah. yeah so that was a long, uh, Cove to a big, big marine—not uh, a river. Uh, it's a big river, river to yeah. get out into the main river. So mm-hmm. um we got up early to ride the tide out. Oh, three forty-five. But that was cool, and mm-hmm. we breakfast on the.
1: And uh, James rode, and I was spotting with the light, and it was cool. Yeah, that was
0: <laughs> rowing out there at dark. Yeah, yeah.
1: watching the sunrise.
0: Um So. From there, we went back across the Potomac River to Cone River, Cone River Marina. Mm -hmm. We had a hard time finding that, but that was a pretty uneventful row for the most part. Yeah, it was. Uh, That was a good row. We pulled into Cone River. um, Lovely, uh, lovely
1: marina, family-owned.
0: That was a 15-mile row. Mm -hmm. Um, We got in there. We we left essentially at 5 in the morning, and we got in at 10.43, (laughs) and these guys... The Twin brothers the yeah. a uh, family run, running that. The, the family is from I think Chantilly yeah. or something like that. Up where we were
1: in Northern Virginia. And they and bought they the marina.
0: Really cool, mm-hmm. really cool family and uh, they were kind of surprised that we were in this little rowboat wanting to yeah. use the marina. What the are you
1: doing? <laughs> Can we just sleep in the
0: boat here for a ride? And yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, no problem and so we tied up there mm-hmm. and then not you know later that afternoon that oh that storm we were trying to avoid the storm sure enough the storm came through that was the first storm that we had dumped a bunch of rain and we just sat on our deck and drank well
1: if you look right in front of that houseboat right on the end on the left side serenity is just in front of it we're the same color so she blends in a little bit but hopefully she doesn't get oh yeah she's getting soaked (laughs) crazy storm we've avoided this for 11 days we Left at five o'clock this morning. Got up at three thirty to make sure that we uh, we get out of the storm. So we we are under shelter. We are at Cone River Marina, and it's an awesome marina. The it's family owned. They're fantastic. The sons run it. The parents own it. And uh, we have this. I'm going to turn slowly. And not make you nauseous. Oh, that's a boat from Koblenz, Germany. How cool is that? Walk out here a little bit. That's yes, Koblenz. Okay um hi oh man where's all this water Sorry, Mm-hmm. fortunately they had a little awning outside their their uh, main office so <laughs>
0: yeah we kind of camped out a further along. it was a little, little you know, awkward, they were very tolerant of us <laughs> we weren't there long we got rid of us soon so that was fun and then we left Cone marina the next day that was monday at 7:15. Mm-hmm. it was calm and oh this was the last day yeah from cone Cone marina we're almost at our going to our destination at smith point marina in reedville and so it's important to time the tide there well also because you got to get into uh, the wicomico river inlet
1: and it's a very narrow inlet and so the tide is super
0: powerful (laughs) it's very, very very powerful when it goes out it's like a rushing uh, rushing river getting out into the, mm-hmm. into the Chesapeake so Bay. So, fighting
1: that as rowers is almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. so we
0: were re- very worried about making that and we had, I think we had two chances. There was one at noon and mm-hmm. then one uh, like eight thirty in the evening. Yeah. And we got out into the Potomac and that was the, probably our second rough, second or first roughest day. I would say down. that was
1: worse, the worst day.
0: Yeah. Very very scary, and we're close to shore too. We're hugging the shore, and it, the 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 swells are like white, white caps, and, and like higher than our gunnels. Mm-hmm. And if we were had if we couldn't control the boat, and when um, if we were to present our beam to the oncoming swells, we could have gotten swamped very yeah. easily. So we pulled in one person's beach. It was a private beach, and we were like, oh god, we don't get pushed out of here and we waited there for about an hour it looked like it was coming down a little bit so we shoved off again no it was just as bad. Yeah, was and, bad so we pulled onto another beach
1: about we went about another mile and a half or so down yeah, yeah.
0: pulled onto another beach that one was more like public property yeah it, it didn't seem like it was private property so we pull up on this beach and we're like what do we do we gotta get we gotta beat the tide so we tried going out of that beach down the coast a little bit because it looked like it down a little bit and not really. In fact the wind is going to pick up here throughout the afternoon. So it's about 1030 in the morning right now. So uh, the wind is south. Because we can't really control the load enough, so we came up on this shore, this little beach. Uh, I don't think it's private property. If it is. We'll, I'm sure we'll find out. But it's a nice, nice little beach. There are definitely private property signs further down, but I think it's for the house that's next to this. Again, beached serenity the beached boat trying to figure a way out to this last leg And I was like well whatever it takes it takes we'll just you know if we have to row all night or whatever mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do it and we've got we got a light and that would be our first real night rowing so, and
1: during this whole time, while we're debating,
0: <laughs> talking about what are our options, blah blah blah,
1: the tide goes out <laughs> and out and further out, and our boat is happily sitting on land, far from the river. <laughs> so that was that was our choice. <laughs> it was like an oyster bed. We pulled up on an yeah.
0: oyster bed or something, yeah. and we we're just like sitting there. What do we do? What are we gonna do? What's well, the tide doing? Perhaps. What's the wind doing? <laughs> Well,
2: <laughs>
1: So it was a lovely day on the beach, you know, hung out, played with the oysters, read, slept, and baked in the sun. It was just a really nice day. <laughs> and
0: yeah, so the hope, though, while we were waiting was that the tide would come in soon enough and we could push yeah. off and we could zoom down <laughs> the river and, and uh, get to the inlet before the tide changed at 8.30 that night. And, but I didn't think we were going to make that. Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't see things smoothing out, and I didn't know how, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So we called Smith Point Marina and said, hey, um, we're going to be late. We're
1: coming you know, at like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, we thought
0: maybe, you know, just set mm-hmm. expectations. It might be 3 or 4 in the morning before, because then, you know, that would be the next table for the tide to change. Yeah. So they were like, fine, we'll need a key. And we're like, okay, that's fine. We'll whatever happens happens we'll just mm-hmm. we'll be fine rowing out here as long as it's calm we can run the night. yeah but about three o'clock in the afternoon the, the water we sat we sat and watched the water it was like watching paint dry and it's, coming, it's closer pull, the water started trickling up It was really interesting yeah like, we really got close to nature and, and mm-hmm. how the rhythm works and it was really fun mm-hmm. and so we watched the water trickle up and We started trying to move the boat. We could not budge that boat for nothing. And by about 3.30 or 4, we we, uh, finally had enough water under our our bottom, Mm -hmm. under her bottom, she was a flat bottom boat, to like start nudging it out until there was a little bit deeper area where there was a little just, bit more water. So much water under We were like, pushing it, pushed it. We finally got it out there. like,
1: yes, we're going to make it.
0: So that was like hope. That yeah. was our like first glimmer of hope. So we had me. like
1: three hours to go eight miles to get to where we needed to go. Yeah.
0: And so we, we hopped in the I was ecstatic at that <laughs> point. Like, I knew we were going to make it. I knew we were going to make it at that <laughs> point. Because I wasn't expecting to get out that yeah. early. And, the, and it, the conditions had flattened out by then, yeah. and the sun was like beating down, and there was hardly any wind. So the, the river just totally changed its personality from the morning to the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so that was interesting as well, to see that that change. So we're, we're out on the water, Potomac's a different, totally different person now, and uh, we are just hammering it. Just <laughs> rowing as fast as we can in our little fixed seat. <laughs> and cindy had put a clock in the back of the boat so we're watching that clock like oh we gotta beat this time we gotta beat this time so we rode for an hour and a mm-hmm. half and took a quick break took some selfies because we were hydrated then we rode again for <laughs> yeah. an hour and a half and sure enough we got we got right to that inlet just as the sun was going down mm-hmm. like eight fifteen. And Cindy started live streaming as we, you know, just beat the tide into the inlet.
1: Yeah, the sun went just down, the tide changed. It started and changing. Perfect way to end.
0: Man, it couldn't have timed it, it any yeah, better. Totally. Like, oh, it was such a great—I'll never forget it. It was yeah. just the greatest ending to the, the yeah. whole adventure. It was wonderful.
1: And then we had a lovely little Airbnb at Smith Point Marina to. <sighs> oh,
0: Next day, I just slept the whole. Yeah. Thing. So. I also want to mention that I've been having real back problems from Mm -hmm. from all this rowing and and everything and working on the boat and bending over and lifting and stuff. I totally jacked up my back. And so uh, it didn't really bother me rowing, but taking stuff up to the campsite Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, my back was just killing me this whole time. So when we get to Smith Point Marina, all of it's finally done. I sleep practically the whole next day. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the back thing is totally gone. Totally gone for like four days, five days, and I don't know why, I don't know what happened. We think it might have been the mattress that was there.
1: Or just you finally relaxed, maybe a combination. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was just amazing. It was awesome. So that was our trip in a nutshell. Smith Point Marina is a wonderful place. It was really nice to to be there. All right, thanks for listening to our episode 62 where we talk about our road down the Potomac River. We really appreciate it, and we will see you soon. We will talk to you soon. We'll put out another podcast soon.
1: Cool. Ciao.